Welcome to According to Lashmir. This is Lashmirie, your favorite business coach and all-around lifestyle gal. So today's episode is a little more special than um, previous ones because it's a little bit more about me. And hopefully in today's episode and the journey, it helps you with some things that you may be facing right now. So in the past few weeks, specifically the past two, two and a half weeks, it's been different for me. Very, very, very different. Um, I haven't posted um, content in the traditional sense. I haven't, you know, tried to sell any offers. I haven't, you know, taken any sales calls. I haven't done anything that a traditional business owner, guru person would be doing. And I'm going to tell you why. So about two and a half weeks ago, I had a reading with one of my friends, um, Nia. And um, she, you know, pulled cards for me. And that was the first time I allowed anyone to pull any type of tarot cards or anything like that for me specifically and actually teach me about what they meant. And the cards she chose were extremely interesting. I'm not going to say she chose, but was chosen for her by spirit was very interesting. And the message was that I needed to rest, recalibrate, and um, stop repeating patterns because I have a tendency to not learn my lesson and I repeat certain types of behaviors. And so um, it manifests differently in my life every time and not in a good way. And, you know, as I was listening, I was like, okay, you know, I'll listen to what she has to say, I'll read the cards, I'll, you know, do all the things. And the next day, I proceeded to attempt to create promotional stuff for my business. And it didn't work. And let me tell you what I mean by it didn't work. Um, I'm pretty, you know, a pretty creative person. Like if I'm determined about something, or, you know, really about what I'm trying to do, it comes to me, to me pretty effortlessly. And it literally was a struggle. Like I created one post and I hated it. I didn't post it. I, hell, I didn't save it. And I just wasn't feeling it. And then that same day that I'm trying to do all this, I get like a whole bunch of notifications and my phone is like blowing up. It's my bank contacting me because someone um, took my card number and was trying to charge like literally like $12,000 worth of services and other things to my card in two different states in two different time zones at the same time. So that definitely was a fun day. I'm dealing with the bank, dealing with um having to remember to change everything over. And I'm pretty sure I forgot some stuff. It is what it is. When that time comes, I'll fix it. But it was a lot. And the energy around me just felt so heavy. Like, the best way to explain it is like feeling like there's like a like a weight on you that you can't remove no matter how hard you try. And I didn't know what to do. Like, I literally had like a little mini breakdown in my kitchen 
you know, talking to my best friend about everything that happened to be on my mind. And I was just letting the words flow. I didn't even realize that all that stuff was on my mind until I started talking. And she was like, you know, you need to talk to, you know, Tania about how you feel. And I'm always the type of person, like people come to me, I don't come to folks unless like I really feel like I have to, because I feel like I'm burdening them. And weirdly enough, like funny enough, literally when I came back to my phone, apparently Tania had already texted me. And I don't know how she knew, I don't know what guided her to text me, but she texted me and was like, what's going on with you? Tell me what's going on. I hadn't told anyone what was going on with me besides my best friend. And I'm sitting here just boohoo crying as I'm texting her. And I'm like, you know what? I'll tell her what's going on and we'll go from there. And she told me um, a couple of things in that uh, conversation. She told me one, to stop apologizing her. Because again, I feel like sometimes when I speak to people about my issues that I feel like I'm making a bigger deal out of them. And it turns out that's usually not the case. And, you know, she told me to stop apologizing to her because I kept saying, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she's like, for starters, never apologize for who you are or how you feel. And secondly, if someone's asking you that, you know, what's going on with you and how they can help, you need to be able to tell them with confidence what's going on and how they can help you instead of worrying about if you're burdening them with your issues. Like, that's not how friendship works. You know, deep down inside, I know that. But at the time, I just couldn't help but continuously apologize, apologize, and apologize more because it was just a lot of emotion happening on my side. And, you know, after I cried it out and I talked to her, she told me that I need to have like a staycation. You know, I've also been, you know, kind of staycationing anyway, because, um, you know, during the time this is being recorded, you know, Corona is still out here and social distancing is a must for me and my household. So I've kind of been home already, but I knew what she meant. She meant that I needed to sit home, like stay at home, not do work, not think about work, don't talk about work, that type of thing, which is hard for me because for the past couple of years, I've kind of been in like grind mode, building mode and so on and so forth. But something told me, especially after the whole hacking situation, that I should probably listen to what she says and not resist it and just do what is being laid out for me to do. And so the next day, that's exactly what I did. I started my vacation and I did it for as long as I felt compelled to. Even when there was like, you know, some financial stuff that came up, even when it seemed like, you know, everyone wanted me to solve their problems. I didn't. I didn't react like in that way. Like I didn't sit here passively, but I didn't get so animatedly involved in everything. And I allow people to resolve the problems themselves. I allow people to, you know, take care of me and pour into me and actually receive that energy. Because again, I'm one of those people that typically gives it, 
but I don't normally receive. And the following week, um, which extended my vacation, I I took a coaching course um, ran by an awesome coach, Emily Utter. Um, I'm going to leave her information as well as um, Tamia's information in the podcast notes, as well as another um, course I took, which was ran um, by um, Jerry of Fly Credit. I'll also leave her information. That week was all about pouring back into myself. So Emily had, has an amazing course called Boundaries Bitch that is teaching you essentially how to put boundaries in, healthy boundaries, of course, in your life, your work, and your business. And as someone who struggles or struggled, I should say, with that, I needed it. It came right on time. Like, initially she was going to charge for it at the time, but she, for some reason, changed her mind and made it free. And that made it literally a no-brainer because I'm like, okay, I have free time right now. I need to work on this. This is the time to make it happen. So I took um, Emily's course and it was live trained. So she was actually doing the training live in the most beautiful environment spirit that she could do it in. And it was helping so many of us, you know, who've been struggling, even if we didn't know we were struggling with this type of thing, create and or strengthen boundaries in our lives and our business and even in our work. And as I'm sitting there, a lot of ahas came to me as I was, you know, doing the work and listening and absorbing. And I realized that the boundaries that I thought I had, they were not as strong as I thought they were. In fact, they were weakened because I would consistently allow people in my business to ask for more. And let me rephrase that. What I mean by ask for more is they'll they'll pay for a session and want me to continue to give them constant free support or, you know, send me a whole bunch of messages on Messenger. Like, honestly, y'all, I hate using Messenger. I do not like it. I do not use it um, often. The only time I use it is when I'm personally speaking to like certain family members and like some friends. Like, I don't like using it for business. It literally gives me anxiety. It annoys me. And I, my messenger hasn't even actually worked properly since like 2016. So there are plenty of times I've missed messages. I've missed things that are important. And so I don't like using it. So I realized though in my contracts and agreements, I never said that. I just assumed that people would just naturally not do that. And that was like not a bright assumption because people were doing it. And I'm sitting here like, yo, I said specifically in their contract how we should talk and how we communicate. Like I'm pretty clear on that. And so I had to re, re um, do my contracts and be like, you know, we do not offer messenger support. Please do not um, send us messages on messenger. Please don't send me messages. If, the, um, if it's a group um, class, handle it in the group. You know, if it's a one-on-one client, we have specific ways of communication with that. And those are boundaries. Those are literally boundaries. And they're natural to me because if I don't like it, I don't need to do it. Like I've centered everyone else in my life and business instead of centering myself at all. 
And, you know, self-centering gets a really bad rap. But, I mean, there are times that it, it is wrong. But when you're trying to build and actually make an impact on the world, you have to be able to build and make an impact on yourself first. That's important. That's extremely, extremely, extremely important. And I feel like a lot of times as, you know, women or people with vaginas, we don't do that. We are constantly pushed into the position of being the nurturer, the person that takes care of home, the person that handles the business, you know, all that stuff. And then there are times we're just like, can y'all do this on your own? Can you respect me? Can you respect my boundaries? If I'm asking you not to do that, and you continue to do that, there's got to be some type of consequence with that. And so I'm sitting here like, you know, I hate when, when people reach out to me on Messenger, especially since I get a lot of like sales pitches from people I do not know um, that do not get a chance to know me. That's on their choice, not mine, you know, because especially on like Facebook, my personal profile is pretty open. Like you can see exactly what I do if you click on it. Like I don't make it a secret. So if you're someone trying to send me a message on Messenger and I do not know you, you are literally someone that I have never met. We're not even connected as friends on there. And the first thing you're like, oh, I'm a marketing person. I can help you with your marketing um, as a marketing coach. I'm going to laugh at you because you clearly didn't read. You didn't even bother trying to get to know me. You didn't bother to like at least look at what I offer. Why would I need you? Like, no, I don't need you. And, you know, if you are someone that pitches in the DM and that's your thing, cool. But for me, me personally, if we are not connected in any capacity, don't pitch to me. Like, at all. Or if you are pitching to me, don't pitch wrong. Like, if you know that I offer marketing and other stuff, why pitch marketing to me? Like, that's not smart. And again, that is against my boundaries. So I've made a conscious effort to not respond to people unless they're the a certain people on my list um, that send me stuff in Messenger because I don't want it. Like, I have a business email on purpose. I have a business page on purpose. There's, there's ways that you can actually connect to me. I have groups. Like, there are ways of connecting to me that are out in the open. Respect that. Even like, you know, putting boundaries up at home. Like I primarily am the person that cooks and I like cooking, but it's gotten to the point where I don't like it as much anymore because I'm always doing it. If I'm always doing something, it sometimes sucks the life and joy out of me. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm putting my foot down about this. At least twice a week, someone else needs to cook or provide dinner because I can't do that and also build myself up well, and also build up my business. It's just not possible. I've been running like with, you know, burning at both ends and that ain't cute. That's why I felt so like, you know, stressed and annoyed because I have all this extra stuff that I cannot handle. And, but I actually have people that can handle it and I haven't opened my mouth to tell them, hey, I'm over it, I'm tired. I need you to assist me. And that's important, especially when you are trying to, you know, problem solve for yourself or coach yourself. Because at this point, I was me coaching myself. And 
I realized that uh, some of the um, things I was doing in my business after, you know, releasing this other stuff, I actually hated doing it. Like, I don't like doing certain types of sessions. Why the hell am I offering stuff I don't like doing? And they were priced too low, which means I really didn't want to do it because I didn't respect myself enough to price it higher and price it where it should have been. So I took all that shit off my calendar. Like, I don't offer it anymore. I have literally like two or three core offers and digital products, and that's it. And even from doing those things, I was already feeling lighter. And this is like maybe like in the middle of the second week, but I decided to continue on anyway. So after I changed the offers, I was um, taking the coaching classes and, you know, having my aha moments and just still kind of replenishing. I had a day of, I had an actual couple of days of just randomly doing what I wanted. I read a little bit because, you know, I love reading. I played video games. I played Sims. I relaxed. I actually started to create some well-rounded energy for myself. And after that, again, that weight started to dissipate. And I started to finally feel ready to handle my business better and do better in my business. So I, I finished the week out and then, you know, Labor Day weekend happened. And then this week I'm sitting here like, huh, I'm creating offers and around, like I'm building out my packages better with a little more detail. And I realized this is actually making me happy. Like I'm legit excited about what I'm offering. I can't wait to start actually talking about my offers. I can't wait to actually help and guide people like intended, like, like I'm supposed to. Like I feel, I feel happy. I feel full. I feel replenished. And so in the midst of all this, I'm going to start taking more breaks for myself. I'm going to start, you know, incorporating luxury and ease more and more into my life and business because that's what I want. I'm not a hustler. Like, I don't know how else to tell y'all this, but, you know, I'm not going to be the person to be like, you know, hustle till you die. You know, you can sleep when you're dead. Uh, hell no. You can't live like that. I mean, it's not, that's not a life made for living. Of course, there are going to be times when you have to up level your business a little bit or up level your life a little bit and you got to stay up a little bit, but you can't do that all the time. Like, if you've been doing the same shit for like 10 years and you like hustle, 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 I'm grinding and you still ain't where you need to be, you probably need to stop. You need to stop, pivot, and sit your ass down somewhere to figure out why this is happening in the way that it's happening. Your life is not supposed to be struggle. Your life is not supposed to be, I'm gonna be stressed forever and ever. No, that's not, that's not the life that you're supposed to have. You're supposed to have a life that's supposed to bring fulfillment. So if hustling brings fulfillment, cool, great. But that's not most people. That's not most people. That's not most of us. That's not most of the planet. You know? And so if you are someone that is truly trying to, you know, make things happen, and when I say things like you're trying to build generational wealth in your business, you're trying to build a business, you just want to make some extra damn money, or you just want to become your own boss in some capacity, or whatever the hell the reason is and you want to actually start building, this is what I'm gonna tell you, because I wish somebody told me this. 
you need to put more into self-development, personal development, not just woo-woo stuff. If that works for you, cool. But you need to start developing self, building self, and then start to build like your business if you want to offer services or products and things like that. Because things will start to come naturally to you. You'll still have to put in some elbow grease. Don't get it twisted. But you'll still, but it'll be in a way that makes more sense to you. If you're hearing that little voice in your head saying, hey, you shouldn't do that, you probably should. But if you have that gut feeling like, yeah, that's my thing. We about to get lit. This is exactly what I should be doing. Then guess what? You're on the right path. So if that sounds like you, if that's something you want to do, like I said, I do offer coaching services. If you actually want to book a call with me, um, all that information, again, will be in the podcast notes per usual. And we can talk about it. We can figure out if it's a good fit that you can work with me either in a one-on-one or a group setting, because I want you to not have to go through the shit that I went through. And I want you to have like, you know, a springboard to your success. And also let me pivot back real quick. So the other class I took with the business stuff with Jerry was about business credit. Again, a lot of reasons why a lot of women led businesses aren't as successful is because we're always self-funding and we aren't even taught about business credit and how to build it. So I'm going to link all that information as well in the podcast notes. Um, these are excellent ladies that you definitely want to follow. You definitely want to work with. You want to get in your corner, in your circle. You want to sign up for their stuff. You truly do because these women have shifted things in my life. And I'm not easy to be impressed, y'all. Like, it takes a minute, and it takes a little bit to impress me. So if you want to build your life, if you want to get off of that weird hustle, 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 grind till I die type of bullshit, you'll have all the information you need in the show notes. Until next time, guys. It's according to Lashmia. Bye.